Warning, this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Strong language and mature content is present. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. And welcome back to another episode of Stabby Snippets. My name is Tara, and as always, I'm joined with my lovely ghoul friend, Jessica. Hey! And today, (laughs) I have to laugh, I've got a cluster fuck of a case that we got tagged in, I got messaged about, I got DM'd about, I even got a text about... So here we fucking are. And I'm just going to say before we even start, huge shout out to Raymond over at the Podcast Junkie Discord because he was the very first person to tell me about this case. (laughs) So let's just preface with that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Holy fuck. And I kind of made Jessica be very limited on what she knew because I wanted to keep her in the element of surprise with this shit. She likes my reactions. I do. So, you know, here we go, guys. All right. So in our time, so today is the 26th. So, yeah, the week prior to you hearing this, a news story in this last week or two blew the fuck up. If you couldn't tell by the title, you already know what I'm talking about. And you might already know what I'm talking about anyway, so that's fine. But basically, this case is essentially a horror movie brought to life. Oh, my God, is it? (laughs) That's crazy. Mm -hmm. With that said, I am going to be talking to you guys about Natalia, Christine, and Michael Barnett from Indiana. This case is fucking insane. So grab your drinks, grab your snacks, and let's do this. So I'm going to go ahead and start with, say, there's a lot of misinformation out there. So I have like this really strong feeling that this will pop up again when we do another of our updates episodes. Now, the Barnetts are being accused of abandoning their adoptive daughter and moving to Canada and are possibly facing felony charges of abandonment of a dependent. So in 2010, the Barnetts adopted Natalia from the Ukraine. At the time of her adoption, the Barnetts were informed that Natalia had a rare bone growth disorder that resulted in dwarfism. And it has this really long name that I watched three or four times on three or four different videos to try to pronounce, but I can't. I just can't. Anyways, with that said, she was guesstimated to be about six years old. They didn't have a birth certificate. Huge, huge problem. So later, there would be records to come out that maybe she was about eight years old, and this was in June of 2010. Problem, though, with this type of dwarfism that she had, it made it really, really hard to get an accurate age without the birth certificate, even with medical testing. Like I said, there's so much conflicting information on this that it's kind of one of those things you're going to have to decide for yourself and pick which camp you're in on how old she is, because that's the biggest question, honestly. So the Barnetts were actually in the media during this time as well. Their other child, Jake, was deemed a math prodigy, and he was also diagnosed with autism. 
So he had been in the news a lot. And Christine had stated that they had moved to Canada in 2013 so Jake could continue his education at the Perimeter Institute for Theoretical Physics. Now, Natalia would not be joining them, though. And here's a little story on why. So to start off with a bang. Uh, Apparently in 2013, the Barnetts went to court to have Natalia's age changed from 11 to 22. Huge what the fuck. What? I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. There'd been a lot of strange events that led up to them doing this. I'm going to present two different plates, if you will. Here's the crazy side. Here's maybe the medical reasoning. I'm going to go ahead and just kind of start us with the horror side, of course, because why the fuck not? And then we'll go to the more logical how they got their possibility side. I don't even know. There's shit's insane, guys. I'm just going to tell you all the tea. Yay! (laughs) I have like so many articles on the sources page. If you guys want to read through this shit, go ahead. Go ahead. And I'm sure even in this next week, there's probably going to be more crap come out. I'm sure. But, you know, we do what we can do. So let's start with this horror side. So, of course, what I'm referring to is the movie The Orphan, because this is like the plot of that fucking movie. So according to the Daily Mail, now take that as you will, because it's very tabloid-esque in their writing. Within a year, Christine claimed that Natalia tried to push her into an electric fence. She would also make statements and draw pictures saying she wanted to kill the family, roll them up in blankets, and put them in the backyard. And on the first Daily Mail article that I link, there's a short interview with Christine, and she says, Quote, she was standing over people in the middle of the night. You couldn't go to sleep. She just had all the sharp objects. I saw her putting chemicals, bleach, Windex, something like that, in my coffee. And I asked her, what are you doing? And she said, I'm trying to poison you. She was jumping out of moving cars. She was smearing blood on mirrors. She was doing things you could never imagine a little child doing. Okay. Right? So Christine also stated that she noticed when she went to give Natalia a bath that she had full pubic hair and if she was supposed to be six. And she said she also found what she described as remnants of her menstrual cycle on clothing and she was trying to conceal that. So if she was having her period, she's supposed to be a child and can't ask for, you know, pads or tampons. So she's trying to be resourceful, basically, is what she was saying. So fast forward to March of 2012. A doctor would state that Natalia's age was, in fact, wrong. This is when the judge made the birthday change from September 4th, 2003 to September 4th of 1989. Now, this is when we're going to circle back to the logical, medical, kind of the other side of things a little bit. So I'm assuming maybe she went to the dentist. Like I said, the details on this stuff is just so kind of wishy-washy at the moment. We don't have solid, solid evidence right now, but I'm sure as court happens and things like that, we will. It said she had all her adult teeth and other, quote, sexual characteristics of an adult, which I'm going to assume that refers to the fact that she had her menstrual cycle and then maybe like the pubic hair situation. I don't know. Also, the fact that she never grew a single inch, even with her form of dwarfism, if she was in fact a child, she should have shown growth of some sort. Also, this is still yet to be put out to anybody because her medical file from this is actually still sealed at the moment. 
but it stated that Natalia had actually been admitted to psychiatric care and was diagnosed with a sociopathic disorder or antisocial personality disorder in 2012. And of course, the thing is that they're trying to like point out about that as well is like a child isn't diagnosed with these kind of disorders. An adult is. So that's the argument with the age. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm hmm. Because they can't diagnose a child with it because they're not developed all the way mentally and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, all that. So that's where that argument with them also comes into play. And then also there is supposed to be documentation out there that allegedly that Natalia has done this before and has made a career of scamming people into adopting her, which I tried to rabbit hole some into adoption scams in the Ukraine and stuff like that, because I saw somebody in a different forum make some kind of like comments about this. I didn't find anything in regards to like stories like this. I just saw things more like families would pay, they would go there and they would be screwed kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So with establishing now that Natalia is officially an adult, the Barnetts went and helped her get an apartment because like I mentioned they were getting ready to move to Canada because their son was getting ready to go to school elsewhere. He was like a prodigy, so he was a minor, so they had to go with him. But Christine was actually the co-signer, and it's quoted for her. She basically said, you know, they treated her like they would treat any of their emphasis on adult child by helping them get set up, getting them moved in, and get settled. They paid for her first full year of rent in full for her. And they got Natalia set up with Social Security. So she was getting a check from there. And then they also got her set up for food stamps. So she was receiving that. So she was, you know, getting assistance. And then they also helped her enroll into Excel Center, which is basically like alternative high school for like adults or later teens. So they can get like their diploma and trade type of things. They were helping her out, getting her set up before they left. A lot of the headlines were like, left kid here and abandoned her and ran away to Canada kind of thing. In 2014, Natalia was said to have been evicted from her apartment. So this would have been like, I'm assuming after the year they paid for was up because she was evicted, you know, for not paying. And the court had trouble finding her. It's like a server and all that shit. This would be the same year also that Christine and Michael filed for divorce. Also, for some reason, there was questions that came up at Natalia's school in regards to her medical records. For some reason, they didn't match her legal age, which could come into play with her medical conditions. It still reflects the theory that she was a child. So if you support that, then that's going to follow that. It reflected that she was 12 or 13 instead of being in her 20s. And if you are in the camp that she is a child, she'd be about 12 or so at this time. And you're probably wondering, like, what the fuck did this kid do to get by? You know, what the hell? It was said that neighbors that she lived by basically took her under their wing and helped her out kind of thing. And then in 2016, a local couple was actually trying to seek guardianship of Natalia, but the... Barnett's fought this because they were like, no, don't get scammed by her. She's a damn adult. She's not a child. So basically because of her legal age, that got dropped. Now, fast forward to current times and it's kind of like, okay, I'm kind of surprised this wasn't a big thing like 
back when this was all going on. Because she's in her 30s now. If you go with this, she's an adult. Right. Which we still can't really confirm at this point. Right. So now in current times, it got brought back up in the news because there was charges filed against Michael and Christine on September 11th for the felony charges I mentioned earlier. Basically, reportedly, Christine surrendered to authorities on September 19th and then was released after posting a 5500 bond. Michael reportedly surrendered on September 18th and was released after posting a $5,000 bond. Things are really messy with them, too. Not surprised. He was trying to say that Natalia was or is a minor or was a minor during the time, but Christine made all this up, that she was an adult, and coached her to say, yes, I am 22, or I'm an adult. I just look young or whatever it is. But then weirdly enough, his attorney came out and was like, no, that's not true. Basically just like discrediting everything he said. So I don't really know what's going on with that. It's really odd. I don't know if he was just panicking and trying to pin it on her. Mm -hmm. Or if she is a child, that could have happened. There's some sick people out there. We just don't know. There's sick people on both ends, so it's a possibility for either fucking way. It could go either fucking way. Anyways, now you might be wondering, where's Natalia now? That family that tried to get custody of her in 2016? Well, I guess even though that was dropped, she's been living with them as a part of the family this whole time. They haven't made any comments to the media as of late. Of course, there's like pictures and stuff and articles and you can sift through them on my sources. But yeah, basically, she's been living as their, quote, other daughter. So if she's a child, then that's great. But if she's an adult, then oof. But she wouldn't even at this point in time, she wouldn't be a child. Well, if she was born in what was the original birthday? 2004 or 2003, she'd be 16. So she'd be in high school. That's true. So I guess it just kind of depends. It's true. So she's either 16 or 30-ish. She'd be 30. Yeah, there you go. Can't math right now. Sorry, guys. It was 89. She'd be 30. I don't want anyone to like look down on me right now because an article linked it, but her Facebook got linked in an article. Because there was some posts in regards to the situation. I didn't go sleuthing because I'm not about bothering people and invading their privacy. Mm-hmm. But she did post. She has two public posts. One was before she turned herself in just being like, I'm not even in jail. Like, because, of course, a shitstorm with the media prior. So she's like, that's not me. And it was some like bogus mugshot that doesn't even look like her so i feel bad for her to be honest with you for christine yeah i saw that mugshot she's like definitely a heavy drug user (laughs) and i was like oh that sucks and in the other one that was posted in our time yesterday obviously this is affecting the work she does because these are felony charges but she says that natalia had been put into a halfway house and then got discharged, so then the state are really the ones to blame as far as abandoning her kind of thing. Natalia had cut off contact with them. From another article I read, when she kind of found this new family, she cut contact off with them. Like, they had kept in contact with her, tried to talk to her, you know, send pictures, things like that. 
But when these new people came along, she was kind of like, I got a new family. Bye. So Christine says her and Michael, like they always tried to seek her best interest, even though, you know, she tried to kill them. (laughs) So it's a wild, wild story. Any way you look at it. And hopefully, maybe, I don't know, the process on getting those medical records that they have unsealed from the, I believe it's from the psychiatric care. Maybe that'll help give some answers. In one article, this was before he posted Bond, so I don't know if this changed, but Michael was supposed to have a court date in our time tomorrow on the 27th. So I'm not sure if that's still happening. I didn't see any any other articles mention that at all. So I'm not sure if they're going to court tomorrow. If they are, I will in the social media posts kind of like put a little update, like especially like I'm in the Facebook group and stuff. I'll be like, hey, read this. This is the update and link it in our sources and whatnot. But holy shit, fucking wild, right? It's insane. It's just like it blows my mind because here's the thing. This is a totally plausible thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, she was adopted from another country. I don't think they have the best of like documentation. Right. Yeah. They didn't even have a birth certificate. Oh, and another thing that I forgot to mention. Mm -hmm. They had a friend, I believe, either spoke the language because she was from Ukraine or was from Ukraine something. And they tried to talk to her and she couldn't speak it and she couldn't describe it. Like it was just really weird. Just really weird. So I don't know what's up with that. I mean, there. Well, that's just that sends me down a world of like this could be so many different things because it could literally be that they've made it up that she was never from the Ukraine that her adoption was like completely farcical. Uh huh. I just I'm like I'm over here thinking like oh god because like if you really think about it, I mean obviously they have another child, yeah. but like for a lot of people, adoption is the only way that they will ever have a child. She couldn't have any more children. Adoption is like a hard process like it's expensive Mm -hmm. and a lot of times when you are like told here's a child you just go okay I'm gonna make the best of this it might not be the child I want but it's gonna be the child I love and knowing that about people in the world I mean there's scammers all over this world Mm -hmm. that's why it's like you know if you I mean, now it's like the joke, like, oh, like, you know, there's the Nigerian prince that needs money. Like, this could be another form of that is that you literally take someone into your home and you take care of them and provide them with whatever they want until the jig is up. Right. It's crazy. Hopefully I uh, did it well for that case, because I know, like I said, so many more requests than I expected on that. That was crazy. So, yeah, thanks, guys, for bringing that to our attention. Feel free to do that whenever, and uh, whatever updates we get, we will be back for more and see what becomes of this case, because it's fucking nuts, but um, that's going to wrap it up for today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you can find us on all the socials, and we will catch you on Monday for our regular episode. Have a good weekend, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.